What's up guys, it's Sean and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast and today we will answer another question from email. This is from Palani Chalvam. Hi bro, I would like a word of advice from you. Let me explain my scenario. Number one, my dad has a house in Malacca, currently under mortgage and I think the balance to settle is around 60000 Number two, refer to the picture. Currently, the house is one land, two house. Registered under my father's brother's name, which is the uncle. Upon completion of the mortgage loan, my father would like to divide the house into two. Number three, my father too had pawned some of my mother's jewelry in the pawn shop worth twenty to 30000 My plan, I'm planning to take personal loan of 100000 and A, 60 thousand to buy back the house then it means the property is owned b recover gold jewelries from pawn shop then the jewelries will be owned c the balance maybe to start a business rent to third party or investment is fd or whatsoever d payback loan for 10 years at 1500 per month the house is strategically located at a tourist hotspot i am sure the current valuation is high Honestly, I don't want to refinance the house to the bank after I buy back the house because I don't want any attachment with my father. Hmm. I can earn income from rental or my own business, although the income might be low. My father's plan is to refinance the house and pay for a down payment for a new house. This is just some summary of my thinking, planning to execute. About me, so I'm a Malaysian, Indian, 29 years old, single, working in Singapore. Salary which is $2,000, a degree, two siblings. I understand there are two ways out. The easy way is to refinance, the hard way which is to do a business. I am currently caught up with this dilemma, unknown which is the wiser way to follow. I hope you will reply my email and your advice is valued. First of all, thank you very much for the email, Pala. A very peculiar situation and just... Let me get this right. So there's a land where on the same piece of land, there are two houses. And now the father wants to split the house and now they want to get rid of the house. But half of it belongs to the uncle. And if they want to split the house, they must buy off the uncle's portion. right? Then the remaining loan to the bank for this property is around 60000 And Bala now wants to buy over the house using a personal loan of 100000 So they want to settle this 60000 left some money to invest in FD and stocks and somewhat run the business, which I am pretty confused, Bala. Because of this statement where you say you don't want to refinance because you don't have any attachment with your father. But the thing is, is the house owner your father? So let me explain, Pala. This house was paid off by whom, first of all, right? So it wouldn't make sense for me as a father to pay off 20 years already, suddenly left 10 years, which is around 60,000, and you, the son, come and settle that 60,000, automatically the house belongs to you. It doesn't work that way. Then by reading from your email that your father has pawned off your mother's jewelries, so to get some cash, I assume, to go through this COVID situation or whatsoever. So looking at it, right, this may be a suggestion with a lot of assumptions in mind, Number one is to think about why you want to buy off that property. Right? Isn't it easier to buy off another house instead of taking a 100,000 personal loan? Which is point number two. If you understand debts, they are generally divided into two. One is a good debt, one is a bad debt. What are good debts? Which are housing loan, PTPTN loan, that is superbly low, a lot of value to use with the money. The not so good loan, if you don't know how to use them, would be personal loan at 11 to 12% and credit card loans at 18% per annum. They can be useful at times, but if you don't know how to use them, it's just not sensible. So why buy a house using a personal loan when you can use a housing loan? The difference in interest is almost four times. It's insane. 
And through this case as well, I have came across this property when I was an agent like 10, 12 years ago. An old house, generally this happens to old properties, right? Where the grandfather wants to be fair, he wants to put all children's name in the title. And now in this property that I wanted to help sell, there was eight names inside. So whenever I want to sell, I need eight consents. And when you are handling a business matter, the family dynamics are the worst. You have no place to tell people you are wrong, you are right. Suddenly when I have a buyer who is offering the desired price, one sister-in-law or one brother-in-law will say, hey, you know what, it's too cheap, la. don't sell. La. Then the deal will never get done. Then among the eight siblings, some need money, some don't. And after you sell, who splits first, who gets first? Uh, it's just a super messy thing. And that would be my suggestion if you want to somewhat settle this family dynamic or connection with your father, right? Just playing devil's advocate here. What makes you think he won't come back after you settle the loan? What makes you think he will just let you go because he raised you after all? And you know like, Asian or Malaysian's family like hey you don't forget who raised you ah huh? who are you to come and talk to me like that plus it's going to be a super comp not not super complicated ah. but it's the family dynamics that's going to make it complicated which is after you buy the house let's say you take the hundred thousand and you settle the house now the house belongs to you what makes you think the uncle will definitely sell to you at a reasonable price reasonable price that's a very scary word in real estate because What's reasonable for you suddenly if you tell me, okay, uh, 300,000. Do you have 300,000 to settle? Oh, you don't want to because I have got friends offering 400. Eh? No proof, all lip service, right? Ugh. Not interested. It's going to be super sticky and it's going to drain a lot of your energy. And that's also a lesson for the audience, right? A lot of auction units, if you see, sometimes it's crazy low. It's 40% of whatever the neighbor is offering. And this is one story that is most often spoke about in the auction scene where the price sometimes only reflects the building it does not reflect the land at all so it means that okay today the house is 400,000 whoa neighbor is 600,000 okay I beat I got it but you know what it's only for the building the land you need to settle with another person which is weird and this demonstrates that now you may own the land but that building is still belongs to somebody else you want to tear down you need his consent Ooh, you. so in the end right I think it's going to be divided into three things only number one What's the ultimate goal, right? Why do you need the house? And why is this relationship with your father so tense that you want to avoid it? And if you want to avoid it, why buy back his things? Or maybe it's not his or it's your mother's one. I don't know, it's not in the email. But generally, if your objective is to own a new house, I think it's easier to just buy a new one, take a housing loan for it. And if you see that it's not worth it, it's not sensible, right? That's the second thing. You need to speak to somebody with financial knowledge. How is a personal loan of 100000 going to be better than a housing loan? It's just not sensible. You'd rather pay an interest rate of 12% instead of a 3%. You really need to think this through. And the last thing to really think about is you being in Singapore and the entire scene is being in Malacca. And how are you going to manage all the family dynamics? Are you going to run to the local authorities? Are you going to sign the papers? Are you going to do everything in and out? If I were you, seriously, I would invest those energy, those time in building what I need. Instead of taking a personal loan to build a business, it's absolute... It just doesn't make sense, Bala. Also, something to add on where you say that this is a hot tourism area that does not mean anything. And you, when you say there's going to be a high valuation, I'm going to say you are wrong. 
absolutely wrong because currently all tourism hotspots are being in a bargain it's like cheap sale right now my friend just got two shop lots around jonker area at almost half price the shop lots are at half price so for a capitalist that's good news for owners i'm sorry right therefore i always tell people to kind of stay away from tourism hotspots generally that uses rental returns of airbnb rates to make it sexy and to make you buy right stay away from those kind of deals because you will never know things like that will happen again and covid demonstrated that evidently so in conclusion i'm nowhere in position to advise you or what to do but if i were you if my goal were to just get a place so i can bring my mother out somewhat figure out how to get back her jewelries that was being pawned then stay a distance away from my father which has certain bad habits right? i don't know what bad habits i'm just assuming i would suggest to really rent a place first before sorting out a place to buy nothing wrong with renting why the fuss of owning this old property that is so complicated one land two house two owners and every time i want consent it's going to be troublesome i keep stressing that because it's real and there's no right or wrong which makes it worse so rent a place first if you think the jewelries are worth a lot in terms of sentimental value maybe buy some back if you can if you cannot then you gotta really think about your position really if you need financial aid to start a business to get the jewelries back and to somewhat settle the loan of a old property something is very wrong right there and this is going to be a whole different discussion where would you want to buy back jewelries that is not valuable at all because it might worth a lot in terms of sentimental for you but if you look into the price of gold or if you look into the price of workmanship because every time you sell back to the shop you'll maybe take the things at 670% of the original price you buy because they need to cut out workmanship lah. they need to cut out administration fee lah. Hey, does it make sense to take 50000 to buy back something that's only worth 20000 If you're in a state of abundance, you've got a lot of money, by all means, right? Go ahead. But now you are in a state where every penny counts, you got to really play your cards, right? Is moving forward in life with a business idea and career more important? Or you want to put in so much energy and time and money dealing with things that has no results or difficult to have results? And that will be my take. And I think you should really speak to somebody with fundamental mental financial knowledge because a lot of statements in the emails are red flags to me i'm genuinely worried but i am in no position to advise you and with that thank you very much for your email and i hope the best for you for those who still have any questions regarding real estate do just email me at t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g at gmail.com you can just dm me on instagram i-h-e-r-n-g and i'll see you on the next one ciao